Hey, welcome once again. This is Elle at Iron Dove. Dialogue is the key to reform. Access is the key to dialogue. At Iron Dove, you can find both. Come on down, sign up, talk it up, and let's see what we can figure out. I, uh, a couple things. Welcome to our newest member, uh, Soccer Gossip. If you're uh, a uh, football or soccer fan, Go on down and check out his site, SoccerGossip.com. It's a very uh, extensive site, and uh, he's got a lot to tell you there. So welcome, Soccer Gossip, and um, now on for other things. Yesterday's paper, 2000, Fallen in Iraq. That doesn't include the 250 or so in Afghanistan or the... 30,000 or so Iraqis or the 8,200 injured and sent back into action or the 7,800 injured and sent home. You know, the numbers are so deceiving. It's not just 2,000. It's 2,000 and everybody they knew. It's the 7,800 and everybody they knew who who now are going to be taking care of an injured person who was once just a vibrant, healthy, smiling, happy guy or girl. The 30-some thousand Iraqis who knew however many tens of thousands of friends, families, and relatives who now are hating somebody because they lost their loved ones. The numbers are so deceiving. The Department of Defense tries to make it all very sort of uh, antiseptic. They call them KIAs, that's killed in action, or non-hostile, that's, uh, that's another... Uh, Another ridiculous thing. A non-hostile death would be if you were standing too close to a weapons cache that exploded, but nobody actually shot at you. You just got blown up because you were standing too close to a weapons cache. I mean, come on. That's ridiculous. A non-hostile would be considered um, your helicopter went down in bad weather and crashed and burned, and you were killed in a war zone, going somewhere, but nobody actually shot at you. That's non-hostile. I don't, I'm sorry, you're still dead. Uh, WIA RTD, which is wounded in action, return to duty. That means, you know, like Monty Python, just a flesh wound. You know, I'll fight you with one hand behind my back. I mean, come on, you know? These kids, they get beat up and then they send them back in. It's, 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 I don't know. WIA not return means you're messed up bad enough, they send you home. So you, you add all these numbers up, it's a ton of people. It's a ton of people, and, and it's been going on for a really long time. 2001 to 2005. 2001, 2002, 2003, 2004, 2005. So we're looking at four and a half years. What's the exit strategy? I mean, it's only escalating. And there's no end in sight. These guys need our support. 
They need our support in making our government come to some kind of understanding about what their plans are, what their expectations are, what they plan to accomplish because we are involved in a gigantic, huge quagmire. And these men and women over there are suffering. They're risking everything to do the right thing. And we need to help them by making sure that our government does the right thing. You know, I'm getting very disillusioned with George W. and his silly little political games. And Cheney is over the top, really over the top. There was a picture in the newspaper a couple of days ago. I don't know if this reporter just tried to find the most unflattering photograph possible or what, but the guy looked like a complete psycho. His lips snarling back and everything. And uh, they're talking about uh, about how you know, he really trumped up the whole situation over in Iraq so that he could get back in there and take Saddam down. And I don't know if this was like a a vendetta thing, you know, he didn't accomplish it in the first with Bush's father, Bush Sr., and so he got back in there and he's going to do it now. You know, I don't know what the situation was, but whatever it is, let go of your ego, dude, and let's get this sorted out. I mean, you have to have a clear plan. Everybody knows that. You want to accomplish something, you got to know what you want, you got to have a plan how you're going to get there, and you got to figure out what the end result's going to be. That's it. It's just a mess. It's a mess and people are dying. Lots and lots of people are dying and lots and lots of people are being affected by those who have died and those who are coming home hurt and it's creating all kinds of bad stuff. And then there's these peace protesters and then there's, a, there's the people who think that the peace protesters are anti-American and it's just bad blood all the way around. I think that everybody supports our troops. I certainly do. And I, and I support them to the extent that I'm saying right here and now, George, get your act together. You know, four and a half years, you don't have a plan. Let's get a plan here. And if you've got a plan, then I think you better start talking about it and tell people what the heck it is. Because all we see is body counts and body counts and body counts. All we see is no end to violence just an escalation of violence in Iraq. I mean, the, the last couple of days before the elections, tremendous big bombs. We still, in New York, we're on terror alert every other day. It's a disaster. It's a disaster. And now today, Cheney's, you know, chief of staff there is indicted. I mean, what are you guys doing? What are you doing? It's been, um, yeah, Vice President Cheney's chief of staff. Lewis Scooter Libby. Scooter, you're out of here. I mean, you know. And the truth of the matter is, this poor guy, he's probably taking the fall for Cheney. He probably didn't do anything other than trying to cover for his boss. It's weird. It's all crazy. I hate to read this stuff. Another, another guy. And there were three more yesterday. Killed in action. Anyway, I don't know the answer. I don't know the answer. I'll tell you what, part of the answer is, though. Part of the answer is 
energy. ExxonMobil records a $10 billion profit for this quarter. $10 billion, with a B, $10, $10 billion. After uh, Hurricane Katrina, oil prices, uh, gasoline at the tank, a dollar overnight. I mean, come on. Not price gouging? Please. We rely on oil so much. It's, it's ridiculous. In this day and age, I don't know if you anybody out there remembers the 70s lining up at the gas pumps for gasoline, but 70s, that was the 70s. Think about that. 70s, 80s, 90s, 30 years. They haven't figured out a better way to run cars, a better way to fly planes in 30 years. 30 years. We, we went to Mars. We launched the Hubble Space Telescope. I mean, come on. 30 years, we couldn't figure out a better way to power vehicles? It's a load of crap. The problem is, is that these people, they're oil men. They're oil men. And they're in bed with oil people. It's a problem. It really is. And, uh, and the whole situation up there is getting very suspect and very smelly. It really is. I mean, closer and closer and closer to the top, people keep dropping like flies. Makes you wonder about the guy at the top. I mean, what is going on? Either he just has terrible judgment when it comes to choices of people, or uh, or he's just completely out of control and somebody else is, is uh, pulling the strings. Anyway, it's difficult. These people, these guys, the dead ones, they're dead. Who speaks for them? I'm sure that wasn't in their plan. 20 years old, shot dead in Iraq. Uh, I'm sure they had all kinds of other things to do with their lives. And uh, and I don't want to see too many more numbers like this. I mean, we got to come up with something. we got to come up with a plan. we got to come up with a strategy. we got to end this. And the first thing that we need to do is get the people at the top to tell us the truth. To really tell us the truth. To tell the Senate the truth. I mean, why aren't these senators asking the questions? I think that they're so worried about playing this political game. Enough mumbo-jumbo. It's like this, this stupidity at the UN. They're so busy writing reports and reading books and looking at statistics that they don't, they don't open the door and look outside. They don't actually get on a plane and land on the ground and go, what's happening? In Bosnia, well, we think there's genocide happening, but we're not sure. But we, we The people on the ground were going... There's genocide here. It's a terrible situation. We're digging up mass graves with thousands of bodies in it. And they're busy talking and pushing paper. That doesn't accomplish anything. you got to see for your own eyes. See what's going on. And then come back and actually do something about it instead of, instead of talking, talking, talking. This is an antiseptic little uh, world. The boys over there men and women over there who are who are day in and day out in these trenches they're not living the antiseptic thing they're in there sweating dying every day trying to do what they've been told is the right thing to do what we all believe is the right thing to do which is support our country and in doing so they're getting screwed they're getting killed and nobody gives a damn. And that's the part that I just can't stand. It's just a number, 2,000. 
Okay, we've reached the 2,000 mark. No, we didn't reach the 2,000 mark. We're like, my God, in 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 casualties and 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 injuries and people killed and we got to be like over 100,000 people. I mean, <laughs> 2,000. Oh, what are they thinking? I don't know. And numbers. You know what? You can manipulate them any way you want. You can present the information any way you want. Well, it's only 5% from New York. It's not a big deal. 5% of 2,000. Not so many. Only like 95 people. 95 people in a, you know, state that has, you know, however many, 8, 9 million people, you know. Yeah, tell that to the families. Tell that to the friends. Tell that to the husbands, wives, lovers. I don't think they care. All they know is daddy's gone and mom's a widow with a brand new baby. What do you do? What do you do? Anyway, let me know what you think. Come on down, sign up, talk it up. Well, let's start sending some letters to our senators. I put on the homepage a button to, look, to contact your local senator. Go in there. Tell them what you think. Tell me what you think, and then go tell them what you think. That's the only way. Talking it up. Tell them what you think. Go in there. It's easy. You click on a button. You send them an email. Boom. Do it every day. Fill up their mailboxes so that they know what you think. And maybe something will happen. Maybe something will change. Maybe they'll stop playing the politics game and stop worrying about their, their little jobs. What they, they forget is that their job is at the pleasure of the people. Or maybe the people forget that their job is at the pleasure of the people. We elect these people, or don't, depending on whether we vote or not. If you're not voting, you should be. And if you are voting, then you should care enough to contact your senator and tell them what you think. Because that's the only way that anything's going to change. you got to be in there. you got to be in the game. you got to talk it up. you got to tell them what you think. And you got to tell them. If you don't sort this out, you're fired. Like Donald Trump. You're fired. It's that simple. It's getting to the point. I mean, George Bush's popularity ratings are down in the 30s. He's about, uh, you know, a heartbeat away from, you're fired. There's a lot of people that could do that job. When your popularity ratings go down to the 30s, there's probably a lot of people that could do it better than you. So, like I said, come on down, sign up, talk it up. Let's see what we can figure out. Till tomorrow, this is Al at Iron Dove, signing out.